With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome into the Pick'em Podcast, brought to you by Maze and Brew on the SB Nation Podcast Network into week seven already of the college football season. Luke Yardy here with you along with Vaughn Lozon and Scotty White, and uh, it doesn't get any better than the slate that we've got this Saturday, boys. We have some tough picks to make here, but regardless, it is going to be an incredible day of college football coming up on Saturday. Real quick, going back to last week, pretty decent week for the boys. Uh, no losing weeks last week. Myself and Vaughn both going 5-3. and three. Scotty hit the 500 mark for, I think, the first time here this year, going 4-4. Four and four. So I stay two games in the lead. I'm 24-29 and 29 on the year. Vaughn is sitting at 22 and 31. Scotty at 18 and 35. Fellas, what's going on? How are we doing here this evening? Dude, doing well, doing well. I'll, I'll take a five and three week anytime. Could have been better had uh, Florida State not barely covered that uh, three point spread last week. I was, uh, a, a, as you know, with our group chat, uh, quite frustrated with that one. <laughs> but but uh, considering that you you had that. It swung you to five and three, forced me down to five and three. Uh, could have gotten another game ahead of you. But you know what? That's how betting goes sometimes. And anytime I'm above 500, I'll take that. And I did win some actual money last week with these picks. So I'm very happy about that. Yeah, this was a, this was a pretty good week for me too. I think you're right, Luke. I think this was the first week that I hit the 500 mark and it feels good. Uh, I feel like I got some momentum going now. Um, the week before that was, was three and five, which was, I hate to say it, but it was improvement. Um, so I'm <laughs> hoping to keep that trend going this week. And yeah, dude, I mean, this, these are, these are the weeks of college football you dream about. You don't make plans. 
um, unless it's going to a football game. I'm going to the Michigan game, and then I'm coming home, and I am sitting down on the couch for the rest of the day and watching these games, and I cannot wait. Uh, taking a look at the board here, we've got eight games we're going to pick against spread as we do every week. Odds via DraftKings Sportsbook, and I'm just taking a look at it right now, fellas. Four games that have a spread within four points, five are within five points. Like, this is going to be an incredible week. There's going to be some great games, and we're going to kick it off in the ACC. We've got number four Clemson hitting the road as they go to Florida State. The Tigers, three-and-a-half-point favorites as they visit the Seminoles, Vaughn. Yeah, this is going to be a really tough one. Florida State burned me last week. Really hoping they don't burn me this week. I'm going to pick Clemson to cover the three-and-a-half-point spread. DJ Uyunglele has been a completely different player this season. He's only thrown two interceptions, eight touchdowns. I believe that was that. Um, and he is, uh, man, he, I mean, complete 180. I, I thought his career was going to kind of be done last season with uh, the true freshman uh, five-star quarterback coming in, who's uh, kind of right behind him on the pecking order at quarterback. But he's played well. Florida State, they got uh, – the best pass defense at the very least uh, in the ACC, one of the best pass defenses period in the country. So I expect them to put up a good fight. It's at Florida state. I could certainly see them covering, but for now I'm going to roll with Clemson and hope Florida state doesn't burn me a second week in a row. Scotty, what do you like? I'm going to go the other way here. I'm going to take Florida state to cover. Um, I kind of like them to win. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Clemson does pull this one out, but I think it would be close. Um, I'm going to need some better decision-making down the stretch by Florida State. Uh, I don't know what they were doing last week, but they could have – I don't remember if they were down by two or three, but either way, I mean – They, they were down the two, field. and they, they could have yeah. kicked the field goal, and they threw an interception the in the end zone. Yeah, um, so I'm going to need some better decision-making from them here, but I, I still like Florida State to cover here. I think Clemson's bound to lose here soon. I'm going to roll with the Tigers here. Clemson minus three and a half. Uh, Clemson, I think they're really starting to find their footing right now. You know, they've been battle-tested. They got battle-tested two weeks in a row. They won in that overtime shootout with Wake Forest. Really quietly dominated NC State in that 30-20 to victory. And then last week, 31-3 to uh, at Boston College. On the road uh, again here this week. But this is starting to feel like the Clemson of old. You know, Vaughn, you alluded to Uli Ungalale. Uh He is playing some really good football uh, right now. Surprising. You know, he, he kind of transformed the body a little bit. He's making better decisions, completing 63.9% of his passes. He's got a rating of 150.2. He's really doing it well, and they can run the football on you, averaging 4.6 yards per carry uh, on the season. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Clemson to cover the three and a half this week as we get in a big 10 play and these two teams uh, unranked, which is probably would have been surprising uh, at the beginning of the year. Obviously, the way things have transpired, not all that surprising, but this spread took me back a little bit. The Wisconsin Badgers are over a touchdown favorite, seven and a half point favorites visiting East Lansing to take on the Spartans, Scotty. Yeah, this is the uh, the underperforming bowl this year. Both of these teams supposed to be pretty good, and uh, it, it's been a rough start for both of them. Um, but I was surprised to see that spread too. Um, and I've I've been loving this trend of picking Michigan State to cover, and then they get blown out. So I'm I'm gonna keep doing it because I don't care if I get it wrong. So I'm gonna pick Michigan State here. Vaughn, what about you, Scotty? You're doing everyone here a service. I thank you very much. Course, I will course. pick Wisconsin. Uh, to cover the seven-and-a-half-point spread. Uh, despite having their head coach be fired, uh, the offense for Wisconsin looked totally different 
this past weekend against Northwestern. I know it's Northwestern, uh, but blowing out any team like that with uh, your head coach, your interim head coach at the very least, his first game, and uh, kind of changing up the offensive scheme, the way that they ran the offense. Graham Mertz threw for five touchdowns last week. I think that's the first time he's done that in his Badger career, which is just kind of insane to think about with how highly recruited he was and how the expectations were so high. You would have expected this to happen much sooner, but just didn't happen. So I'm going to roll with the Badgers, and I, I fully expect them to not only cover the spread, but probably win by a couple touchdowns. Michigan State's defense has been absolutely abysmal, and I don't see that changing uh, with Wisconsin coming to town. So give me the Badgers. Yeah, it's a team that I just don't think either of them are really that good. Michigan State's at home catching over a touchdown. I like that hook. I'm going to roll on the Spartan side here and take the plus seven and a half. My thing is, you know, Michigan State can get got over the air, but can Wisconsin throw? Like, yeah, they had a good game against Northwestern, uh, one of the worst teams not only in the Big Ten, but as far as Power Five goes, Northwestern's one of the worst teams in the Power Five. Uh, five touchdowns for Mertz, that uh, accounts for 40% of his touchdown production here in 2022. Six games in, 40% of his touchdown passes on this season came last week against Northwestern. 25% of his passing yards came last week against Northwestern. Six games in. I'm not 100% sold that they can really keep things going. I, I have to see it another week under the, the new Jim Leonard regime in Madison um and you know Wisconsin they give up over 200 passing yards a game as well their defense is not all that sound I think Michigan State with with Peyton Thorne Jaden Reed maybe they can take advantage a little bit and at least keep this thing close and keep it within the number so I'm gonna roll with Sparty plus seven and a half monster matchup in the SEC and not quite talking about Alabama Tennessee yet we got number 16 Mississippi State four and a half point favorites visiting Lexington and the Kentucky Wildcats Vaughn yeah this is just the first of six ranked matchups this week across college football this weekend like Scotty said at the beginning it's going to be just such an amazing weekend of college football and I'm excited to go to the Michigan game and then do exactly what Scotty's going to do, come home and watch some of these college football games. For this one, I've been kind of going back and forth with it with uh, the whole Will Levis situation for Kentucky. He is probable, it sounds like, to play in this game. And the line kind of switched last second there. It was uh, Mississippi State six-and-a-half-point favorites. Now it's four-and-a-half. So I'm going to lean with Kentucky as a home dog, getting four-and-a-half points. I think Will Levis coming back will give them the boost that they need to, at the very least, cover this four-and-a-half-point spread. I would not doubt it if Mississippi State did win and cover four-and-a-half. Uh, they've just been kind of rolling, at least offensively, this season. But for now, I will rely on Will Levis coming back to kind of give Kentucky the boost that they need. So I will take them. Scotty, how do you like it? With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Kentucky too. Um, and yeah, it's it's really just based on whether or not Levis plays. And now that he's probable, it kind of swayed me. I really think Mississippi State's legit. Um, but going on the road and Kentucky, uh, really tough loss to South Carolina last week, which was surprising. Um, so I mean, they're definitely looking to bounce back. I think they're gonna bring their A game. Um, with the home crowd behind him, I like Kentucky to cover. Yeah, I like Kentucky in this spot as well. I really liked it when it was at six and a half, and it's and I saw that Will Levis was at practice here today. Uh, but I'm still going to side with it at four and a half. I had to really go back and forth here because this really feels like a good number. I mean, you guys mentioned Mississippi State and what they've been able to do, particularly the last two weeks, 40 to 17 against Arkansas in the victory, beat Texas A&M 42 to 24. Uh, but one thing uh, I will go back to last week, week that Arkansas Mississippi State score kind of a fool's gold you know it's hey that's a 23 point win that's domination by Mississippi State right Eh, not necessarily Arkansas actually outgained Mississippi State on a yards per play basis 7.2 yards per play to 6.7 Arkansas had three turnovers to Mississippi State's none in that game Kentucky needs to take care of the football let Kentucky do its thing uh will Levis do with their thing and Kentucky they have had only one game with Will Levis under center of less than 300 yards of offense. It came in a win against Florida earlier this year. He really makes the Kentucky offense go. As much as I'm not a huge Will Levis guy, there's a huge drop-off to the uh, backup quarterback down there in Lexington. So with Will Levis back, they'll be able to control the football a little bit more, and they'll be able to cover the four-and-a-half points. We head back to the ACC And I had to do a double take on this spread a little bit when I saw it in the spreadsheet. Number 15, NC State. At number 18, Syracuse, visiting the Carrier Dome. And Syracuse, the orange, three-and-a-half-point favorite, Scotty. Yeah, I uh, had a similar reaction, Luke. I thought that it was going to be the other way around. So I'm going to take NC State here. Um, I mean, Syracuse off to a great start. Uh, They're undefeated. But, I mean, I think that that's bound to end here pretty soon. They've had a couple games where... It was real, real close down the stretch. That Purdue game, they got a, a very fortunate call to get some good field position to set up their winning drive. Um, I think that that first loss is looming for Syracuse. I think it comes this week to the hands of NC State. Vaughn, how do you see it playing out? Yeah, this is such a weird spread, guys. I, I really can't fathom Syracuse. Favored by three and a half against uh, an NC State team that really hung around with Clemson for a while there. Uh But you know what? I'm actually going to go with the home team here with Syracuse. I feel like this is one of those Vegas knows something games. Mm -hmm. And statistically speaking, Syracuse has uh, put up some pretty good numbers this season. They're 35th in the nation in rushing offense at 190.4 yards per game, scoring 11 rushing touchdowns to go along with that, about five yards a carry. I think they're going to rely on that rushing attack that they've got and uh, they're going to ultimately take this, I think. So give me the orange. Yeah, I, I thought about going that way with that reasoning, Vaughn, but I just like NC State uh, too much here this year, and I still got hold. I'm still holding out hope that they can maybe somehow find a way 
to win the ACC still as they were my preseason pick uh, to win the conference. I'm going to take them plus three and a half. Their only loss coming to Clemson and still one of the best defenses in the country. They rank 12th in defensive SP+. Uh, Cuse has the number 61 offense in SP+. I don't know how Syracuse is going to be able to move the football uh, unless, you know, maybe the same refs that were working the Purdue game are there and then I'm going to end up being screwed. Um, But their best win was that Purdue game. And they should have lost it for Syracuse. So I think NC State's a little more battle-tested, clawing away to victory against Florida State last week, lost a tough one at Clemson. Uh, I'm going to go with the Wolfpack here to cover the three and a half. How about a Pac-12 matchup that, man, a lot of implications here. Number 7 USC visiting number 20 Utah, coming off a loss to the Utes, but still three-and-a-half-point favorites at home over the Trojans, Vaughn. Yeah, going to take another home favorite here with Utah. I think this is the week that USC goes down. They've been pretty shaky over the last few weeks, and Utah, they had a pretty bad loss on the road against UCLA last week. That was one of my good picks from last week was uh, the Bruins taking them down. But I think they rebound this week. They really, really need to win this one to stay afloat in the Pac-12 if they want any shot of getting to their conference championship game. It's at home, and I think USC, they've been kind of dependent on the turnovers. I don't think they're going to get very many, if any at all, in this game against Utah. They're usually pretty sound protecting the ball and limiting mistakes. So I'm going to take Utah at home to cover that three-and-a-half-point spread. How about you, Scotty? I'm going to go the other way here. I'm going to take USC. Um, Utah was my preseason pick to win the Pac-12, so I really need them here. So I'm kind of a, a, a little bit of this is, you know, it gives me a little win-win situation here. Um, but yeah, I mean, tough loss for Utah last week. Did not look great on the road against UCLA. Um, and yeah, USC, I mean, they're undefeated so far. Like Vaughn said, they have been a little bit shaky. Um, but if, if Utah wins, I think that they probably win by around a field goal. So I'll take Southern Cal here. You know, I think we've had three USC games, and I don't think I've gotten a single one right. I bet against them in the Stanford game, bet against them in the Fresno game, bet with them in the Oregon State game, went the other way all three times. Um, So uh, congratulations, Scotty. Obviously, I can't pick one right, and I'm rolling with Utah here, uh, minus the three and a half at home. I'm going back to the Utah well. I picked them last week. I think it was just a bad performance uh, by an offense that was humming in a UCLA team that's ultimately really hungry right now and playing some good football, but that offense is still really good for Utah, and that's not good for USC because that defense sucks. However, they have been relying on some turnover luck. Um, and it's been working out for them here. They're undefeated. You know, they're, they're top 10 in the country, but I think it ends here this week. I think Utah can take care of the football a little bit better, and they're going to bounce back from a horde performance against UCLA and cover the three and a half at home. As we head to Big 12 play, and how about these two teams being a top 15 matchup? Number eight, Oklahoma State visiting number 13, TCU, and the Horned Frogs, three and a half point favorite, Scotty. Yeah, I'm going to go with Oklahoma State here, and I actually like them to win straight up. Um, I mean, they've looked like the most complete team in the in the Big 12 so far, in my opinion. Um, TCU got a, a hard-fought one against Kansas last week. I was super bummed to see the Jayhawks fall. Um, but, yeah, all, good season so far for TCU. But, like I said, Oklahoma State's really impressed me so far. Um, and, I, I like I said, I like them to win, but I really think that, that they can definitely cover this uh, three-and-a-half. How do you see it, Vaughn? Yeah, I'm going to 
take Oklahoma State as well. They've already got a really good win on the road in the conference just a couple weeks ago against Baylor. I picked against Oklahoma State in that one on the pick'em pod. I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. I like Mike Gundy and his team to continue to roll. Give me Oklahoma State to, at the very least, make this a really close, interesting game. Yeah, I like Oklahoma State as well. And, you know, it's three and a half. You get that hook on the field goal. I really like that. It's obviously two very good offenses. It's scary to bet against TCU, especially the way uh, Duggan is playing right now. Um, I think defense is the difference in this game, though, right? Oklahoma actually, Oklahoma State, excuse me, actually ranks 30th in SP Plus defensively, whereas TCU ranks 60th. And Oklahoma State can move the football. So they've got a really good chance to, as Scotty pointed out, not only keep this thing close, but ultimately win this thing. I think it's going to be a good old-fashioned shootout. But give me the Cowboys, give me Mike Gundy, give me Oklahoma State, plus the three and a half as we head to, you know, all eyes are going to be, uh, for those listening to this podcast, in Ann Arbor on Saturday. But uh, most eyes across the country are going to be down in Knoxville, where number three, Alabama, seven and a half point favorites, visiting number six, Tennessee. What do you think, Vaughn? They're going to be playing Rocky Top on Saturday night? Man, they, they very well might, man. It, it all kind of depends on if Bryce Young plays, right? Because uh, from what I saw from Jalen Milrow last week, I saw a quarter a young quarterback that had zero experience in a tight spot like that, and it kind of showed. He fumbled a few times. Uh, he, threw, he did throw three touchdowns, so that's always a good thing. But the numbers outside of that, he, I don't think he threw for 200 yards. Uh, had the had the fumbles, uh, the turnovers. It just overall was not great. So I, I really want to go with Tennessee, though. I'm I'm going to take them to at least cover, uh, kind of regardless of what happens at the quarterback position, whether Bryce Young plays, whether it's Milrow again. It kind of sounds like Bryce Young might try to give it a go. He's been practicing all week. It sounds like so. At the very least, there's some progression there with his shoulder injury, but. I do think that it, it, the road environment, it's going to be really tough. And Bama's kind of been shaky this season. They, they went on the road to Texas in week two and nearly got upset that game. And that was with Bryce Young at quarterback for that entire game. So I could very well see Tennessee not only covering, not only winning, but winning by a couple scores, especially if Bryce Young does not play. So I'm going to roll with the volunteers here. Scotty, what about you, man? I'm going to go with Alabama. Um, I really hope that Bryce Young plays, but it, regardless, I just have a really tough time betting against the Tide, especially with the 7.5 spread. Obviously, Tennessee's looked really good, um, but this just has the, the feel of a big game for Alabama against a, a top-10 team that's survived their first five, six games, and then I think that they come in really take care of business because that's what Bama does. Um, just I just can't go against Bama, so taking the Tide. Man, it, it's going to be raucous down in Knoxville. The crowd's going to be nuts. Tennessee is going to be fired up at home. This is the biggest game Tennessee has played in in probably the last decade, right? And they're catching seven and a half at home. A touchdown plus the hook. I got to side with the volunteers here. The Bryce Young injury is obviously the, the major reason. Even if he does go, we know he's not going to be 100%. And, you know... 60-70% Bryce Young is better than what Jalen Milrow is right now, though Milrow, I think, is probably going to be you know a, a just-fine Bama quarterback in the future. But Bryce Young is the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, and for him to not be 100%, like I think Alabama's going to have to keep up 
with Tennessee. Tennessee's offense is for real, guys. Number two in SP+. Hendon Hooker is on a tear here this year, completing 70% of his passes over 1,400 yards, 10 touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Alabama last week let a horrid Texas A&M offense put up 323 total yards. Like, that is a terrifying thing if you're an Alabama fan, knowing what kind of offense you got to go ahead, uh, go toe-to-toe with here this week. So, with, with Tennessee catching that 7.5, we know Alabama struggles on the road. Uh, the Texas game, as Vaughn alluded to, and, and then even Arkansas, right? Got out to a big lead, but let Arkansas kind of right back in it before uh, pulling away late. Um, in Knoxville, that's going to be a raucous environment. Give me Tennessee to cover the 7.5 here this week. And then finally, to the big noon kickoff, number 10, Penn State, and number 5, Michigan in the big house of Wolverine, seven-point favorite, Scotty. Yeah, I'm going I'm to take Penn State. Um, this is a top-10 matchup. I, I was pretty surprised to see the spread at 7, honestly, just because Michigan has shown some struggles the past few weeks since Big Ten play has started. Um, and Penn State's a really good team. I think they've, they've got, uh, obviously, a very experienced quarterback in Sean Clifford. He's been here forever. Um, they've got a good defense, too. Their running game's solid. Um, I think Michigan's play calling is going to have to be better and, and really take advantage of, of J.J. throwing the ball downfield to beat this Penn State defense because that's how it's going to need to be done. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I like Michigan to win this game, but seven points is a lot in a top-10 game um, after the way Michigan has struggled a little bit. So I'm going to take Penn State. How about you, Vaughn? I'm on the opposite side, man. I'm taking Michigan. Uh, we we all know what James Franklin is, uh, you know, on the road at the big house in, in front of fans. Penn State has not done well at the big house. The one win that they've had under James Franklin at Michigan Stadium was in 2020. There were no fans. And quite honestly, that was one of the worst teams Michigan's had in a long time. And honestly, one of the worst teams Penn State has had in a long time, but I I look at this matchup similarly to at least defensively uh, how I looked at uh, not only the Indiana game, but the Iowa game too, because Penn state's rush defense. It's one of the best in the country. They only give up 81 yards a game or so 79. uh, So right around 80 yards a game, Michigan's not much worse than that. They give up right around 81 rushing yards a game too. Penn State's pass defense, totally different story. 262 yards per game. They've given up 1,300 passing yards this season. And who are the teams that they've played? They've played Ohio. They've played Central Michigan. Sure, they played Purdue in week one. They put up some passing yards. But Northwestern in a rain bowl? I mean, they've they've given up so many passing yards this year uh, against these pipsqueak teams. And people make fun of Michigan's bad schedule. Go look at Penn State's. They, their schedule has not been much better than Michigan. So I just feel like this is going to be really a breakout game, coming out party for J.J. McCarthy. And would I be surprised if Penn State keeps it close to start the game? No, I would not. I, In fact, I kind of expect that. But once the second half starts, I think Michigan pulls away and ends up winning by a double-digit point. So I'm going to take the Wolverines here, and uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they win by a 14-plus. 
Yeah, Vaughn, you hit on a, on a lot of reasons why I'm taking uh, Michigan in the seven points here. I think Michigan's going to open it up a little bit. I think that Penn State's going to dare J.J. to beat them, and I think J.J.'s more than capable of doing that. I think we're going to see a, a little more play action, particularly on first down. Uh, J.J.'s one of the best, if not the best, quarterback in the country off of play action here uh, this year. Uh, Roman Wilson probably going to be back, so a full plethora of weapons for the Wolverines. And, and like you mentioned, you know, Michigan, Again, they can, you know, run the football on a lot of teams. They don't need to run it to win. You know, we even saw it last year, and I think this offense is a little more dynamic this year when they allow that passing offense to really get going. I think that's exactly what we're going to see. They're going to be able to dice it up on Penn State a little bit, maybe get them out of it, and, and that's when you start to hit them with the run and Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards. So I like Michigan to cover the seven. I think they've been holding back a little bit, knowing how uh, bad their schedule was for this year and taking a look at this game. And this is uh, the first big game of the year for the Wolverines, and it leads you into a bye week where where you get extra preparation for Michigan State. So I definitely like Michigan to go big here this week, open it up, and cover the seven. So those are our eight picks against the spread here for week seven of the college football season. Before we go, Scotty, where can we find you on social media, man? You guys can find me on Twitter and give me a follow at Scotty White underscore. Scotty spelled S-C-O-T-T-Y. All of the posts, uh, articles, and podcasts all posted there, so you can give me a follow. Vaughn, how about you? Yeah, follow me at Vaughn underscore Lozon. I'll be uh, at the game, so God knows I probably won't have reception, so probably won't be uh, live tweeting this game this time. But uh, follow Mason Brew at Mason Brew on Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. We would appreciate that support, too. And you can find me on Twitter at Luke Giardi, L-U-K-E-G-H-I-A-R-D-I. Subscribe, rate, and leave a review uh, for all of your favorite podcasts here for Maze and Brew. We do have a bunch of them throughout the week. And don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube page as well, where Scotty and I go live every Monday night for our recording of Brewcast. It's a whole lot of fun, and we want you to get involved with the conversation. That's going to wrap it up for us here this week on the Pick'em Pod. Have a great week seven. It's going to be a great day to college football. Cash some of those tickets for my partners Von Lozon and Scotty White. I'm Luke Yardy, and we'll see you next week on the Pick'em Pod.